welcome everyone. This is Susan Lopresti, and I absolutely love helping people realize and set their intentions. Achieving goals, I feel, is not just for the new year, but for life. My mission is to give midlife women the tools that are necessary to transition into this wonderful time of life easily and effortlessly so that they can continue to live long, healthy, happy, productive lives for many years to come. I help women to stay healthy through many different healing modalities, not just the food on your plate. Health is holistic, and I like to get to the root cause of the problem instead of just putting a Band-Aid on the symptoms. I want to start out by talking about motivational mantras. No matter what your goals are for this new year, the most important thing is that you have a clear and realistic view of what you want to achieve. Nothing will happen overnight. For that reason, it really is important that you have motivation and the ability to self-motivate for those times when achieving your goals start to feel like a bit too much. That's why I thought it would be a great idea to introduce the idea of using mantras for this presentation. A mantra does not have to be part of a religious or spiritual practice, though many religions do use them during prayer. However, a mantra in its most basic form is simply a word or a phrase that is repeated to aid in the concentration or recentering of your focus. Buddhists and Hindus use them in prayer. Many top athletes use them in training. Successful entrepreneurs have used them to inspire them to start their day, and there is no reason why you can't use them too. To help with your self-motivation, I want you to choose a mantra, and it can be from anywhere, any mantra that you like, and write it down and place it somewhere where it's visible. In the description, I'm going to be sharing a lot of links. And so one of the links that I'll be putting in for you to look up are motivational success mantras. So look out for that. My personal favorite or one of my personal favorites is if you want to achieve greatness, stop asking for permission. So taking responsibility. I understand that many people feel like making big life changes that last is a very difficult thing that warrants a lot of support. This year, I'm encouraging you to take responsibility for your own path. It can be a tough truth to realize, but as soon as we come to terms with our own sense of autonomy and realize that only we have the power to change our own life, it can open up so many doors. If you're willing to do the work now, which I'm pretty sure that you are because you showed up for this experience, you can enjoy the process and enjoy the outcome of taking personal responsibility for your goals, whatever they may be. It is worth it. When you hear me say, take personal responsibility, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel anxious or nervous or confused? Our deepest fear, this is from Marianne Williamson. I'm sure that many of you have heard of her. She is a, 
a renowned author, spiritual guru, and one of my personal favorites. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. You playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. Now, isn't that interesting? Think about this. Who am I to get what I want? Who am I to achieve my goals? Who am I to be proud of myself? I've said all these statements to myself at some point or another in my own life. And I can tell you that nothing changed until I realized one thing. Nobody's going to do it for me. You have every right to be proud of yourself, every right to strive for the happiest, most fulfilled version of you, no matter what your circumstances, and nobody knows what that is except for you. If you've ever played small for anyone or anything, belittled achievements, or pretended that you were less thrilled than you were for getting there, it's time to change that. My goal is not just to help you achieve the goals you set out for yourself, but allow yourself to enjoy the feeling of getting there when you do, celebrating every obstacle overcome and every negative emotion with the reward that it deserves. And trust me, it is worth it. Tell someone today. What does that mean? One of the best strategies that I found that works when trying to have self-discipline is to have a buddy or someone that you could talk to about your progress. This person doesn't judge, hinder, or influence you in your progress, but simply serves as a way for you to ascertain your goals. And, you know, truly that is what a health coach is all about. It's someone that will hold you accountable. It will be someone who you could talk through things with, especially when times get challenging. And it's just a buddy system, really. So say it out loud. By saying it out loud to someone, you turn a wish into a reality and into something that exists outside of your head. And this is the reason why we write things down. So if you have that body or you have that coach, you wanna say it to them. You wanna lay the groundwork with them. And if you don't, and you just wanna write it out, that's fine as well. Simple act of telling someone about your goals can encourage you to continue at times when you're likely or tempted to quit. Imagine going back on your word to someone that you love. This step is to encourage you to tell someone close to you or your coach about what you're aiming for. Keep that in mind. Really get accountable on what it is that you're looking to achieve. And there's no such thing as quick fixes. A key element of those who achieve better and more sustainable results is stamina. Some people will call it grit, like Angela Duckworth in an article that I'm going to share in the notes. Others simply call it willpower and determination, whatever you want to call it. The science of goal setting. The article that I'm going to share in the notes is a fascinating look at how goal setting and achieving 
should be considered as a marathon rather than a sprint. Whatever you want to call it, goals require dedication and ongoing desire to succeed. This is why I keep restating the importance of having a clear goal. The easier it is to recall your goal when it seems like all you want to do is give up, the easier it will be to get yourself back on track. And that's really what we want to do. We want to be able to stay on track. What, why, and when? In order to clarify this goal, I'd love it if you could narrow down your aims by doing this quick exercise. Use a few words as you can to explain your what, your why, and your when. What is your goal? Why do you want to achieve it? And when you aim to do so. Some simple hypothetical examples I'm going to give you. Get a promotion save money, and travel in January next year. Lose X amount of pounds, have more energy, take my daughter skiing next winter. So you get the idea. And use resources. As you're already taking this class, you have obviously started using the resources that are available to you. The internet, online expertise, and like-minded people to connect with. However, so many people simply don't use the things that they have access to already to help them. What are the resources are available to you that you might be underusing? Do you live close to a gym or a fitness center that you could join? Is a friend or a family member an expert in a field that you might be seeking to join? Why not ask them for their advice? Looking for a partner to join forces with or a place to start your business, advertise yourself, right? If you're looking to start a business, you need to advertise. Actively seeking what it is that you want is the only way to achieve it. Because as harsh as it sounds, the chances of somebody coming along and handing you an ideal opportunity or the perfect environment for you to manifest your goals is highly unlikely. That's the reality of it. What are your favorite resources that have helped you in the past? Think about that and think, can I utilize them for my goals now? The keep it fresh strategy. No matter what your goal, as soon as you start implementing your steps to achieve it, you run the risk of becoming bored as the new routine becomes like your new norm. An easy example here would be aiming to eat healthier food and you end up eating the same foods for every meal or not varying it enough to keep yourself motivated. This and doing the same exercises every time you go for a workout taking the same running route whenever you run, you can see how this will get monotonous really quick. There are so many ways to get creative about how you achieve your goals and knowing that there is not just one rigid way to get there is actually very refreshing. From countless healthy versions and recipes for our favorite foods, new places to run or work out, or even something as simple as sitting in a different seat in your favorite cafe as you work can inspire a fresh perspective on things. And that's the point, isn't it? 
to enjoy every step, not just endure it, but to truly enjoy it. People rarely succeed unless they have fun in what they're doing. And that's a quote from Dale Carnegie. How can you keep your next few steps fresh? Always think about what you could do to change things up. And that's where planning comes in. Following on from this last post and in interest of keeping things fresh, I recommend you first set a plan lasting between two to four weeks, depending on the goal and the current proximity to it. Weeks one and two can set out a strong pace for your new year, fully clarifying what it is you want to achieve, what will get you there, and what you still need to put in place. Download and fill out your personal goal achievement plan that I set out for you. You'll find it in the notes. Your initial goal setting worksheet will help you to get where you want to go. Set your intention at the start of each week. Choose a mantra. Decide on a meal plan. Book your fitness classes. Make a call to schedule a meeting you've been putting off. Whatever it is that you need to do to keep yourself on track, when you have a schedule, when you have a plan, you will be more accountable to it. Do all of this while taking into account the necessities of work, social engagements, responsibilities, and commitments that are outside of your personal goals. It is so important to make this new lifestyle work for you. If this is causing issues, you may need to reconsider whatever area is proving problematic. This is your life after all. If something is hindering your progress towards achieving your goals, this is where you need to take action. Now let's look at week three. And let's look at week three like Wednesday being the hump day, right? And I have some articles about a 21-day myth about habit formation and you'll see how week three can actually prove to be the most important week of your plan. The third week is traditionally the time when things get a little bit harder. The previous two weeks have gone well, but the mental stamina and the motivation to continue is slightly waning. Even if you don't practice yoga, this quote can be used in context to any reluctance or waning energy. The yoga pose begins when you want to leave it. It's pushing through these thoughts of returning to bed and not continuing with what the first two weeks set out that strengthens your chances of succeeding. And in fact, every time you overcome thoughts, like that lessens the likelihood of failure. Plan for week three should continue what weeks one and two set out with a little bit more awareness of how the work is making you feel. What differences do you feel in your energy, in your motivation to continue achieving your goal? Write them in your week three review and compare them to before. Start writing down when you notice these shifts in whatever capacity they arrive and continue to follow your plan. That's the key. Be honest. Before we go any further, 
I want to draw your attention to the single most likely person who's going to stop you from achieving your goals this year. Guess who that is? It's so easy to trick ourselves into believing we're doing things that will progress us forward when actually we're leaning on the comfort of previous practices or habits that ultimately led us to where we are today. I encourage you to be aware and honest with yourselves about whatever area of your life you're seeking to improve. When you're filling in your weekly review section of the weekly goal achievement plan, make sure you answer the questions honestly. There's no need to share them. They're for you only. So be honest with yourself about where you're headed, why you're going there, and what's in store if you don't go. Why write things down? It's so simple. Writing things down is one of the best ways to ensure accountability for your thoughts, your goals, and your actions. It clarifies ideas, dreams, intentions, and makes them more achievable by physically engaging you. It helps with motivation. It helps with recognizing emotions and thought patterns. There are so many benefits for writing things down. And I'll also share an article that elaborates on them brilliantly. I encourage you to read actually all of the links that I'm putting in the notes. And if you're having trouble sitting down and clarifying your goals, you'll most certainly want to read the articles links that I'm sharing. So utilize them. And then what if I struggle? You will face many times when your goals seem unachievable. It could simply be your perception, or it may be actual circumstances. And it's in these times when our vigilance is really tested. Here's a list of some go-to methods to help in these times. Make an immediate to-do list. What can you do right now to ease your struggle? Get rid of social media. Temptation to compare ourselves or waste time is never a good thing during a difficult day. Remember what you're grateful for. Applaud yourself for how far you've come, not on how far there's still left to go. Don't go there. Applaud yourself for what you've already achieved. Do what makes you happy. Sing, dance, be silly. Get yourself back to the lighthearted version of you that started this challenge full of motivation and energy. Move your body. Even if your goals aren't fitness related, movement has a profound effect on uplifting our mood and also our productivity. Start small. As always, don't expect good things to come without effort. Everything in baby steps. Motivational music. We've covered mantras, we talked about quotes, we talked about goal setting and planning. Now here's one that will truly uplift and help you to start to make progress. Motivational playlist. It's been proven repeatedly that uplifting music 
has a positive effect on our outlook. So get that playlist going. There are plenty of playlists out there on Spotify, YouTube, and elsewhere, all geared towards helping to boost your productivity and encourage you to get out and move your body. But I found that the best way to truly engage with a playlist is to create one for yourself. What songs really get your heart beating? Make a playlist for yourself. Let's look at environmental factors. Well, music is definitely something which can prove as a catalyst for us to achieve goals. There's a multitude of other factors which influence our mood, motivation, and likelihood to succeed. When attempting to make lifestyle changes or implement new habits, it's important to consider these as your chances of success depend on them. An untidy room or a cluttered home environment. This increases the chances of us becoming bogged down in old habits, old clothes, old possessions, items, and reminders of the lifestyle that you're trying to change should really be cleared away when seeking to implement lasting change. Diet and exercise is another. Even if you're not seeking to make drastic changes in your diet as part of your new year, new you plan, we must always be considerate of the foods that we eat when attempting to maintain or achieve any kind of goals. Personal relationships. Now this can be a tricky one as we're not always aware if a relationship might be hindering our progress or preventing us from taking steps towards new goals until we start our journey towards achieving them. Being open and honest about your goals with loved ones is ultimately the best way to cultivate stronger connection and sense of support. That way, if something goes wrong, you'll have support. And if something goes right, you'll have someone to celebrate it with. It's a win-win really in both ways. And again, if you don't have someone like that to share it with, that's where a health coach could come in. So what environmental factors are holding you back? Personal motivation. Always have that personal motivation, story, picture, or image ready to present yourself with whenever you feel close to burning out. What made you want to make the change? Keep that in the forefront of your mind. External motivation and end goals can be good, but there's ultimately nothing like the personal sense of fulfillment when it comes to dreams, goals, and achieving success. Diet and fitness. As many of you are entering into this new year with intention to improve your diet or fitness regime, I thought I'd include at least one post focused solely on diet and fitness. All of the aforementioned plans, goal sheets, and resources can be used to help you on your weight loss journey or your fitness journey. And I'd like you to pay particular attention to the ones that focus around being aware. Awareness is critical when it comes to achieving health-related goals because every one of us is so different from body type to motivation to previous illness, successes, or failures. 
cultivating body awareness is something that I feel quite strongly about. And I sincerely hope that the articles that I've linked might help you to understand why it's so important. It's vital to understand that your weight loss exercise or fitness plan must be tailored to you and your lifestyle. There is no point comparing or contrasting it to anyone else or blindly following online advice without personalizing it to suit your needs. So wise up. There are advertisements everywhere promoting health-related products and services, and it's important to know exactly what you're getting when you decide to avail to them. So do your research. It's important to always do your research. Enjoy, don't just endure. I love that. I mentioned this in an earlier post, but I feel it's very important to return to. Ultimately, no matter what New Year's goal you're looking to achieve this year, I want you to leave here today with the knowledge that you deserve to enjoy every single moment of meeting that goal. When it becomes a chore, when you feel down, negative, or disillusioned with your potential for success, that's when you know something needs to change. It could be your attitude, it could be actions that you're taking, or your reasoning and your motivation for striving for it. When this happens, return to your intention, your motivation, and your mantra. What is the reassurance that you need to get back on track? Where will it come from? Break down the larger issues into smaller, more manageable steps, and you'll begin to realize that lasting change is possible. Our minds are our most powerful tool in the setting and achieving of goals. And if nothing else, I really hope this lesson has helped you to realize that. So how do you feel? I understand that there are probably several emotions coming to the surface, excitement and overwhelm. I want you to know that they're both great emotions to have. Your excitement will drive you and the overwhelming will force you to take this process more seriously. Your goals for the new year will hopefully add to a higher quality of life, not just for you, but for your friends, and your family and your loved ones. You can be the inspiration that they might need to take similar steps. If you feel that you need support on this journey, I'm always more than happy to help. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I love guiding people who are ready to take their life to the next level. We are done for today, but you are just getting started. So I know that you probably have several emotions coming up and this may be the time that you want to start journaling and writing them down and getting your thoughts on paper. And I hope that you really do take advantage of that because writing truly is one of your greatest resources that you could utilize. I want to thank you for spending your time here with me today. Please let me know how I can help support you on your journey. You can visit my website, 
It's www.susanlopresti.com. You could reach out to me there. You could schedule a free 30-minute private health assessment with me, and you're under no obligation to continue at all, but I may be able to help you to get on the right track in moving your goals forward. And finally, I just want to leave you with this quote. There are two days in the year where you cannot do anything, yesterday and tomorrow. Only today you can be happy, you can smile, dream, love, and be thankful. And with that, I want to say again, thank you for joining me here today. I so appreciate all of you. Until the next time, stay well, be happy, and stay motivated. Bye for now.